0: Welcome to African tech XYZ. My name is Tosin and I'm your host on this podcast where we speak to amazing individuals doing awesome things in the world of African tech. My guest today is Adewale Yusuf, very well known in the African tech ecosystem. He founded one of Africa's top technology blogs, TechPoint Africa and recently handed over the reins to start a company called TalentQL. TalentQL is a platform that allows companies to hire vetted and verified software developers from emerging markets. So Adewale, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your company?
1: Okay, so my name is Adewale Yusuf. Uh, My first business was a photography business. Then later I went to creating the media company called TechPoint. Africa. Then I ran that for like six years before starting Talent Cure. So I've been in kind of media and now talent space, which is now outsourcing. So I think my journey done a lot. I think in 2000, I came in contact with technology as a whole. I learned how to write code in 2010. Someone introduced me to technology. Started le- re- learning how to write code on my mobile phone. Then I got my first laptop. I started the normal HTML, then moved to JavaScript. Then from JavaScript, I moved to PHP, was my first coding uh, language, which was a web platform then. Later, as the tech is, uh, the African market is growing, Nigeria then, I started working for a blog platform, a tech blog platform called Otechbit. And I was working for that platform before. So I left the platform, and later I went fully into photography then I came back one day and I realized like there's no platform whereby I can catch up with what is really going on in tech mm. um that's why tech doesn't being as exciting as it is now But well, at least someone needs to cover it then I, I went back one of my friends encouraged me to start and that was how I started at TechPoint the idea came in like November so at the same time I started Talent Q. I I mean, some years down the line, then I launched in January, the same way we launched operation in January as well. And uh, we, we just started from one story to the other. And one unique thing about TechPoint then was, because I was a photographer and I started using pictures, a lot of pictures, not knowing, like. That would be the first time people are really seeing Nigerian entrepreneurs online and really seeing genuine office spaces and some of these elements that we had. Then we started interviewing people more like Forbes style, and it was really because of my photography equipment and everything. So it was really good. And that was why, why I have pictures a lot of founders from Flutterweight to Hotels NG to every startup to pay start guys. Their first time of taking pictures as a company, I, I took almost all the pictures. Then in 2018, I took a break. Then we did an event, TechOne did a meetup for developers in Europe. And I realized, like, I, I now saw a lot of talent. And I realized the major thing tenta- that Africa have to offer the world is not even our startup, it's our talent. We have a lot of talent, over 1.2 billion people on the continent of Africa. 60% of that population under the age of 25. So nowhere in the world has that huge amount of young people. I wanted to do this. Uh, I wanted to find a way to get more developers. When I came back, I tried to run around some idea. I wanted to run it. I was inspired by General Assembly then. I wanted to do General Assembly. But, you know, when you come into the... Business. If you are running a business, you just focus on meeting the month or month paycheck. How are you going to pay your team salary, some of those things? So I came back and I forgot. Not really, I forgot. I tried, but I gave up. And that was in 2018. So the old 2019, I couldn't do anything. Then in 2020, during April, I was actually planning to step down from that point. I realized like, I was doing almost nothing. Then COVID came. So during COVID, I was like useless to myself. I was really useless. I was working on a lot of ideas because there was nothing I was doing for tech points. doing a lot of meetings, talking to a lot of people globally, but everybody was confused, especially the first three months of COVID. The entire world was panicking. I try not to panic. I just look at it like, okay, what's our run rate? Uh, can we survive for the next five months, at least that would give me opportunity to think Then I started, uh, I think it was in August or September, uh, one of the ideas, I think I just traveled to one of the states and I met some young people from, yeah, guys are smart and I realized, and it reminded me of my idea, like we have to do this. And also COVID gave us an opportunity because right now the world is moving to the future of work. Remote work becomes a thing. Then we will have been thinking of immigration, like how can we get more people immigration, visa appointments, some of these things. But right now, you can just recruit for people and they can work remotely. All you need is your internet, good internet. Uh, At least we have some good internet on the continent as well, in Nigeria. Then I came back from that trip, then I decided to be putting the idea together. Well, Mm -hmm. I spoke to my co-founder, my first co-founder here, Kweimi, it was just like, yeah, dude, let's do it. Like, I'm going to drop the money. Also, I was speaking with some people then. I remember my, my third co-founder as well. I remember what uh, is work in the developer space. is an influencer, developer influencer. I jump on the call and say, yes, let's do it. Then I called my other second co-founder. Like, okay, dude, you have experience in this space. I just have influence. I understand something, but you have done it before. Why don't we do it together? And he said, yes, I'm on board. And that was how Talent QO started. That's my story. That's how the company started, uh, both of my companies. And that's what I did.
0: Okay. Um, That's really interesting. Like you moved from being a photographer to being a software developer to pretty much being a blogger. Um, That's a very, very interesting career transition. So, you basically left TechPoint because you felt like you had already, you've, you've brought this company to a stage where it can sit on its own, right? And it was time for you to start something new. So, like, how do you feel like, in general, COVID helped boost technology in Africa? Using TalentQL as an example.
1: Everything I do, I build structure so this space can is, exist without me. That's the first thing. Uh, even if we are building talent here. I, in some years down the line, I want the company to grow beyond me. So that's all I wanted. So those structures are very important at the early stage and they help me as And that's one of the things that I always, would, I see in a lot of African companies. We try to want to hold a lot of things. We don't want structure, stuff that will go beyond us. But that aside, as much as COVID created, a lot of challenges in the market and in the world. Created another opportunity as well. I I keep telling people the world will never go back to the same again, you understand? Right now, people have seen, because going forward, people are going to ask for more flexible working hours. People are going to ask for remote work It's going to be an option. I don't need to be in your country to work for your country. I just need to be in your country. Your country is comfortable for me. And so, those are some of the things. So, that's the advantage I see with COVID. COVID changed the entire world. Some of the companies that make technology an option before actually change the ways you And we see a lot of demand. That's why our, a business like our, our school exists and is going to continue to exist. Because right now, every company is hiring developers. It's overwhelming. Right now, or even any startup risk funds, 40% of that is going to death into talent, which like 70% of that talent is going to be developers. So that's how most of these things work. And so we are in the good place. And that's some of the things we look and that's those are some of the economic prediction that got us to start talent fuel Because we realize that talent is important. And right now the boundary is being broken. Yes, and people are going beyond uh because immigration is no longer a conversation. So you don't need to say, oh, when are you traveling? You need to do a lot to meet your team. But right now you can work anywhere. We're in. So this type of conversation, before this, we would have said, oh, when you are in Nigeria, let's talk, when you are in the UK, let's meet. But we are having meetings there. We've rec- I've recruited a lot of people we have never met. And I don't think I will meet them. Right now we are we are hiring people in the US, we are hiring people in Canada. The hiring people in Kenya different countries because you just need to know like, okay, someone is there working. So, And also it saves you from a lot of infrastructure costs where you need to say, oh, we need to have a big office, nice office. Those money you can save it and spend it on something else. So those are just some of the things and that's what gave us opportunity at here. I'm really, really excited about the industry we are playing in because it's a very big industry and it's can only grow and get better.
0: So, what what actually inspired the name Talent QL? Like, what was the inspiration behind that?
1: So, QL means query language. Okay. Query language. So, we we are trying to be uh, a search engine for better talent. That's actually our goal. Like, wherever you are in the world, to get better talent, get the right talent within twenty four hours. When uh, the name, how the name came about? I could just give you a very sweet name, like, oh, I was, in, I was sleeping, came in my dreams. <laughs> it it, 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 it used be a big fat lie because we were just looking for names. We were just throwing a lot of names. And one of my I think it was software, one of the co-founders just said, "Talent QL, I'm just like, that's it, that's it. Then we registered, we went to Twitter, the name is available on Twitter. The .com is available, and we bought it for $12. Because,
0: like, initially, you mentioned that you went to OAU, and then you found some talent. You then officially launched TalentQL in Ileifere. Yes. Everybody else, like, yes, you know, all is. the tech startups, most are launching in Lagos. So, what, like, what's, what was the inspiration behind launching in Ileifere?
1: I, I told you how, how the inspiration came and how I had the courage to just go ahead. So I realized talents are everywhere, and so that's what we were trying to do then. So we try not to cage ourselves. You understand? Not to try to put ourselves in a box, and that was why we did a lot of.
0: The teams are distributed, but the people that you're currently serving, the software developers, are based in Africa.
1: Yes. So for now, we are starting with Africa because we realize like Africa is our home. This is the place we know. This is the place that will accept us first. And uh, one of the things that we want to do differently is culture. We speak the language of the talents. And this is because I, myself, I have a technical background. So I know some of the pain points that the talents are going to. And that was why we tried to start with Africa, Nigeria, in our talent pool now. 80% 80% of the developers there are from Nigeria, followed by Kenya, followed by Ghana. That's what we're looking at. It's better we do Africa and we give Africa talent opportunity. In other parts of the world, there's a company There are some people trying to give, uh, trying to meet their needs, but for us, we want to be the ones to give Africa the right opportunity. And that's what we are doing as a company.
0: Okay, that's great. So basically you talk about like vetting talent so i wanted to know like how how exactly do you vet your talent and also if you can talk me through like the process of listing on your platform and then how do companies like, list or search on your platform
1: okay so how our talent are vetted As simple the moment you join our talent pool we will trigger a test to you depending on your level if you're a junior developer you a- a developer or a senior developer, we give you tests to your level. The moment you pass that test, I think our cutoff is between 70 to 80, you're going to receive communication tests, you're going to receive assessment and tests, then you're going to have a take-home technical test. Once you pass through those for senior, for mostly, the, then you're going to have a sit-down with either our technical recruiter or a senior engineer. So if you're going for the senior engineer role, you're going to sit that have a sit down with senior developer from maybe Amazon, Google, or Twitter. So that's going to now do final stage of testing.
0: And then companies just go on your website and they just they can just search.
1: No, so right now we we are going to make that happen in the future because we are search engine. But right now, what you need to do is there's a clarity call. You schedule a clarity call with us. We have a meeting with you to get to understand what you're looking for. The moment we keep those things down then we we get the match from our better talent then we send the profile to you like this is our profile that meets your talent if you want to have final interview maybe cultural interview or you still want to do your assessment that's fine
0: okay so i also read in the news that you guys got featured in tech stars
1: yay yeah we are in texas
0: talk me through how does this um being on a platform like text how does it help your business especially in terms of growth and visibility you know things like that
1: right now we had the opportunity to speak with over 70 mentors and you pitch your business and that every day you keep refining your business and now we're not just thinking say before we were just like oh let's serve nigeria let's serve africa but right now we're saying Hey, let's serve the Latin America. Let's serve some part of Asia. Uh, let's see other continents, Eastern Europe. So we are now thinking as a global company. How do you move as a global company? What will make you different? How will you win the market? So we are no longer a Nigerian company trying to solve for Nigeria. We are now a global company. We're learning, we're recruiting from different markets. We're getting different diverse diversity. And so that's one of the things that I think Texas really helped us with, uh, this is just the first month of Texas, Got in a lot of value. So we just realized like, oh my God, the other months, ice it's to be. Then you meet with people that don't something big. You meet with people, you connect with the right people. They have network, they can easily connect you to anyone you want sometimes. So that's some of the things we are benefiting from. Right now, I always tell people, if you have opportunity to go for this real Barcelona job, Please do because they change the way you see the world. It changed your mind. That's just it.
0: That's really good. Um, so how long do you have left on Techstars?
1: Two months left. I mean, our first month is ending tomorrow.
0: So I guess um, with everything, well, with what you've learned so far from Techstars and like just building the business so far, where would you say, I mean, you'd like to be within the next like five years?
1: <laughs> the unicorn. <laughs> yes, really african as as that. <laughs> yes that's what we want to be it's, it's just as simple as that my team knows like every day because right now this is my retirement company so that to be go big or go on. we just have to go big and we i exist from this i just become an investor <laughs> but yeah that's just what we're trying to do because we realize we can do it not just think of yourself as an african or as black just think yourself as human and also remember that you have a lot of people to inspire, to see you win. A lot of people come out of your winning. You send out companies like Flutterway, Baystar, and some of these companies have inspired us. So we want to make sure we... They've done that in FinTech space. We want to do that in the talent space as well.
0: Amazing. So... This is the end of the question round. We're gonna go into a quick fire round now. I'm just gonna ask you some fun-ish questions. Fun-ish? Fun-ish (laughs) questions, just about Africa and like, you know, African tech in general. So first question is, what does innovation mean to you?
1: I think innovation means doing it different ways and also Maintain people's doing, that. it's basic the definition of it, doing different ways and if you go to, back to the first industrial revolution, some people were saying, let's use donkey and before Henry Ford and they said, Henry Ford said, if you ask people what they needed that time, that you just ask people like, Oh, what do you really need? You say, Oh, we need faster us. So that's what they think, but it could be like, no, people really need something beyond that because this is a, something that can move my shame. So that's what, uh, what how I see innovation.
0: Um. So the next question is which is your favorite African country and why, apart from Nigeria?
1: So let me see. So maybe I haven't done much, maybe I've done West, but I think. If I'm to pick, I think I would pick Kenya. I've been to Kenya like three times. And why I'm picking Kenya is because the last time I went to Kenya, which was this month, early this month, I went with my wife. And I really enjoyed my stay. although there was lockdown, so I couldn't go around. But I think I like Kenya.
0: Beautiful country, the tech.
1: Yeah, some part is cool. Yeah, not really tech. just cool, it's calm, and that's why you see a lot of travelers there as well. Because I like, I like country that people travel a lot.
0: Um, what is one unpopular opinion that you have about the African tech ecosystem?
1: Yeah, the one unpopular opinion, our talent is important than our startup. So uh, not just important, rather, it's bigger for us as a way to grow. So we need to be open to it.
0: Where do you see Africa's tech ecosystem in the next five years?
1: More unicorn companies. We are going to definitely see more unicorn companies. We're going to see a lot of Pan-African companies. It's just like some of our governments are very not making this uh, friendly, not making this really work. On. For example, if I'm traveling in Europe, I can use one SIM card through a lot of European companies. And also, I see there are a lot of countries that spend the same currency, which is the euro. And so we need more of those. But government coming to play or not, I know a lot of African startups are trying to solve that. So I see the ecosystem growing really fast, um, really close to what Indian is now, I see. So, a lot of unicorns are going to come from this. I'm really, honestly, I'm excited about that because every day the market is, and our people, the demand is growing as well. And more investors are coming into the market. Today.
0: If you could wave a magic wand and make one pet peeve of yours in Africa disappear, what would it be?
1: So, Africa is, I think Africa, we have 56 countries in Africa. We have unique challenges, so I, I don't know. So that is, it's just a tough question to answer there. So because we are not the same, and I don't think we have the same challenges. And I can't say poverty because a lot of people say hey, poverty. We are not all poor. I don't know.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. So finally, what will be your? What is your dream for Africa?
1: Africa, my Africa. I honestly want. Uh, leaders to have sense because when they have more, sense, when they see more sense, we have more opportunity because you know, we are not disabled. We have a lot of advantage more than our Disadvantage that greedy that doesn't think so. And whenever you are in a begging position, you continue to beg no matter how much you have because you see yourself as a victim. And that's one thing, maybe that's one thing I want to take away from Nigeria, the magic one, she just wipe the, the mindset of being a victim. We are not a victim. So I want to see that out of the market. I want to see that because we have a lot of resources, even natural resources. Imagine Nigeria producing oil. We have land with oil and we can't refine oil. People will export it, refine it for us and sell it to us. That's a curse. You understand it's not normal so those are some because they are just mindset like they're just things that just can i invest in this Can i to if i invest in this what would it bring in the future what is the impact
0: yeah that's true god help africa
1: <laughs> yes god help us all
0: but yeah this is the end yeah it was really really great um, speaking with you today um, and hearing all the great stuff that TalentQL is doing in the African tech space, I'm looking forward to your growth and all the great things that you will do and all the future announcements and investments that are coming through. So before we go, um, if you can just tell people how to find you on social media, that would be great. I'm
1: on Twitter. I'm at, at the Wally Yusuf underscore. And yeah, so I think um, that's one piece. And LinkedIn, I think the more I grow, the older I get, the more I use LinkedIn. I love to connect with people on LinkedIn because that's where I try to share some of the things I do. And to connect with people that want to help us as well. Uh, the talent, I follow a lot of good talent on there because to build something global, you need the right talent and you need that. And my email is at the at
0: Okay. Thank you so much, Adewale. It was fantastic speaking with you today. Um, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day and good luck with TalentQL.